Good day, everyone, and welcome to Talk with Tom. I'm Aaron Wilker. I'm your host, and I am asking you or asking Tom the questions that you have submitted to my coach, my mentor, my friend, Tom Hart. Good day, Tom, and how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Aaron. How are you today? I am excellent. Thank you very much. And so, Tom, we're coming into the holidays. How are you doing uh, with goals and achievements throughout the year? How are you feeling coming into the holidays and coming on to the end of the year? You know, round about August, I step back and look at my year and see what does the next, you know, four months or so require of me to kind of accomplish the goals that I've outlined. And, in fact, it's a great practice to um, look at those goals and what results or steps toward their outcome uh, you've achieved on a quarterly basis. So, say, end of March, you start looking at, okay, how did I do first quarter? What's ahead for me second quarter? Same for June 30, September 30, et cetera. So, around about August, um, I start looking at, you know, how's the pace, of those achievements relative to what I wanted to achieve. And so at this time of year, November, I'm kind of moving into more of an enjoyment month ahead, enjoy the holidays and not be so push, push, push. In my real estate business, every once in a while, there's a property I've got to close on to buy by end of year for tax purposes or something like that. So that factors into the um, you know December kind of push toward year end. But other than something like that showing up, why um, this month is probably more of a time to enjoy family and friends. Excellent, excellent. I'm, I'm right there with you. We're um, busy through September into October, and now, okay, let's hit cruise control. Let's start planning for 2014. What are the goals that I want to achieve in 2014? Get those written down and start working towards that, um, but cruise into that, and then I guess when the new year comes, we'll fire up the rockets and continue to roll. Bingo. Yep, exactly. Very good. Well, today I would like to talk to you about one of the fundamental principles uh, that Jack Canfield, um, you know, from his success principles book and I know you probably have a different way of stating it than Jack does but your mathematical equation is E plus R equals O can you talk to us a little bit about E plus R equals O and what that means and both, you know, what does it mean, E, what's the E, what's the R, what's the O, and then what's that mean to us as we move forward towards our goals? Yes, well, um, jumping off from the fundamental of taking 100% responsibility for your life, one has the responsibility of how you view life or how you perceive what happens in your life and when you come from a place of taking 100% responsibility for it there are um, many 
events that are going to happen that are just life. And that's what the E is. E stands for events. So as you're going through life and um, achieving and failing and growing and moving toward a more um, enlightened state, uh, maturing as a person, advancing in career, etc., why um, many events are going to happen that are going to elicit a certain response. And that's what the R is. R stands for response. So your event plus how you respond to it. And that response is a choice. Um, oftentimes when events happen, there's a reaction. There's some kind of ingrained trigger in us that has us respond in a certain way. But we can make choices to how we would respond to that event, and that would then result in the action of whatever it is that is how we respond. And we might respond with an emotion or with an action or with a motivation, and that's going to create the outcome for that event. So that O stands for outcome. So the result of how you respond to the events of life is going to give you your outcome. And when you have 100% responsibility for who you are, what you are, where you are, how you are, you have choice. And what most people don't see is that events with responses have a choice. Oftentimes, somebody will take on an attitude of the life or world events happening to them and play victim of it or blame or point fingers or, you know, have some other response other than responsibility in self. And that's a very common uh, response that, that people have to life's events. Um, every once in a while, uh, something will happen that's, uh, say, a negative, and, uh, you know, the leader or the uh, person that had that happen will step up and say, you know, the buck stops here. It's my responsibility. Uh, it happened on my watch, so, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take responsibility for it. And, you know, everybody kind of looks at them as, wow, that's big to do and that's correct because you are the leader and, and therefore, you know, you should be aware of what's happening uh, in your sphere of influence, etc. And so um, it's always acknowledged as a very positive thing. But our human nature prevents us almost from wanting to uh, take responsibility. It's like there's a, there's a human nature to kind of, you know, point the finger elsewhere or circumstance or, you know, some other um, um, reason besides what you did created what you have. And when you come from choice, which is the second alternative to responding to life's events, why you accept and you see that that's a good thing, that we have choice and we have options and we have outcomes that are going to be sometimes good and sometimes learning experiences. And from those learning experiences, we can make the choice next time to choose something differently and therefore get a different outcome. Are um, you but in the bigger well are, are are you able 
to give an example of an event and then have a negative response and a positive response and think of what the outcome would then be for each one. Is that something that you're able well, to share with us? Sure. And in fact, um, you know, when I read E plus R equals O, I personally tend to see that the R response uh, is usually a difference of emotion or not being a factor in it. If there's a trigger of some past event that creates more emotion or more energy behind it than even the present event merits. And so oftentimes there might be this response that is really not even about the event that's happening. And so there's more emotion or energy, you might say, behind it. And, of course, that's not the entirety of what E plus R equals O is all about, but it's a big part of it. So let me, let me just dwell on that piece of it and, um, and see if it resonates with the, the listeners because uh, our, our listeners are going to have an experience of every possible uh, uh, event in, in life and might have a, a gambit of different responses. But most of the time when something is uh, responded to with more energy than it merits or emotion, it is because of some previous event. Um, the example I'm going to give you is actually from uh, the Success Principles book with Jack Canfield where he speaks of the Northridge earthquake. Now, were you in Southern California at that time? I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not remembering if you were. Uh, for the North 1987? Yeah, for yeah. Northridge, yes, I was. Okay. So if you remember, it was uh, early morning, you know, typical, uh, listen to me, typical earthquake. Uh, most of them were early morning, if you remember, but um, uh, and, and it did quite a bit of damage um, in about 50 to 60 seconds. I mean, it was one of those earthquakes that was kind of what we called a roller, where it kind of just kind of built momentum and then just kind of, you know, rolled off and tapered tapered off. And, and for the listeners that don't know, Northridge was a area in the valley. Uh, you've heard of the Valley Girls, you know, back in the day. That was the San Fernando Valley, and Northridge was the northmost uh, area of the valley, and it was epicenter was there. So earthquakes have a have a location under the earth that that, that is where it originates from, and that's called an epicenter. So there's your there's your JPL uh, uh, Caltech uh, Earthquake 101 course for you. Um, so the Northridge earthquake occurred, and there was quite a bit of damage. And damage was to buildings. Um, there was uh, loss of life. There was multiple injuries. Um, it was a you know 6.5 on the Richter scale, which is a pretty heavy-duty earthquake. And one of the major um, arteries of infrastructure in the Los Angeles area is the 405 freeway, and it was damaged, and so it created a lot of traffic uh, diversions, and, and, and there's already, you know, quite a bit of traffic in a normal circumstance, let alone with the 405 going down. So uh, not literally going down, but, you know, having areas that's damaged to get people from the valley to the west side. So um, Jack talks in his book about this 
um, reporter that goes out kind of on a man of the street, man on the street uh, um, survey and stops one driver. Well, didn't have to stop him because they're sitting in traffic, you know. And uh, and the driver's all pissed off, and he's like, oh, God, I hate this, and the, the earthquake causing all this inconvenience, and I'm going to be late to work, and and uh, it just it just is a, a pain in the ass, and, and he's all, you know, flustered about it. Um, reporter goes to the next car, literally the car behind him, and the guy's like, hey, you know what? I'm all set. I got my audio books. I've got my coffee. I've got, you know, I left an hour early because I figured it was going to be a little longer given the circumstances. And his attitude around it was entirely different than the driver in front of him. And that's a good example of E plus R equals O because my guess is that the guy in the front car probably responds to every inconvenience like that. And it doesn't take an act of God like an earthquake to get him pissed off. And the guy in the car behind probably chooses to respond in his prepared kind of low-key or lower-key way to most things that come his way in life. And, you know, there's a great quote of Harv Eckers, who's the author of The Millionaire Mind. And T. Harv Eckers says, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And it's so classic because I'm sure the guy in the forward car is responding in the way he does anything, is the way he does everything way, as well as the guy behind. And so we're called to respond in the moment out of choice. And the more we are introspective about it, the more we are pensive about it, and I don't mean stop and, you know, think about it, but the more we get into a state of true self, the more we're going to be at ease in our response because there's not going to be a threat coming to us from life. We're not going to look at life through a negative lens. We're going to look at it through a positive lens. And that, that our response of E plus R equals O is going to therefore create better outcomes for us, better outcomes in how our body is. It's not stressed. It's not uh, negative, you know, triggers or flashpoint kind of events that are going into adrenaline state and, you know, going throughout our body. It's, it's going to be more um, measured and more, um, more, more content in, in what we have and wh- how we respond and what comes our way. And, of course, you know, the end result of that would be that we'll get more of what we want because, and this is where the law of attraction piece comes in, is that as we are responding to life's events, which are just life, we're going to um, have many choices by which we can respond. And where we are today, who we are today, and how we are today, how we are in the world, how we are being, not just doing this, but being this, is a result of every choice we've made up to this point. So when you know that, it's a good thing. You have choice. You have ability to shift. You have have the, the, the ability to create. I, right. So I would say that E plus R equals O is a simple way of taking Napoleon Hill's law of attraction and his theory behind the law of attraction. And for those of us who are mathematic and logical, here you go. 
<laughs> you have trouble. You yeah. have trouble with the metaphysical. Here you go. <laughs> Here, in simple terms, this is how the law of attraction works. Yes, exactly. and it's an equation. Don't you love it? <laughs> right. You know? Right. Right. Exactly. One of my one of my current clients, one of my current client, the coaching clients is a uh, engineering firm, and boy, I tell you, engineers are so wired that way, and of course, we want them to be wired that way because they are measuring every little thing for for functioning in life. Uh, you know, how how a a bridge is uh, stressed or how it responds to an earthquake, given that example right there, uh, or, or whatnot. We want it to be very exact. And, of course, that's how those guys are. Well, back to my comment about, you know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. You know, that's the way they do everything. And so my job in, in working with this firm is to help them come a little bit more to center. Um, and so, you know, you're tongue-in-cheek kind of describing that right now in this equation form of E plus R equals O. You know, another thing that is um, a tie-in to this is, you know how I have described uh, uh, two scales on one to ten vertical scales, and on the left is events or life, let's call it, and on the right is self. And so on a scale of one to ten, who you are as a person, who you are as a as a self person on a scale of 1 to 10 is going to respond to certain life events on a scale of 1 to 10 correspondingly. So if you're an 8 person and you have a 4 life challenge show up, it's not going to affect you all that much. Your response to it is going to be bigger than the event. But if you're a 2 person and you have an 8 event show up, it's going to hit you and you're going to respond in a way that is commensurate with where you are. And as you've heard me say on prior talk with Tom's life what how life shows up is pretty much not something that is going to be something we can control all that much relative to how we show up and the control we have over ourselves and our personal growth and taking us from a two to a six to an eight person that is within our control we do have the ability to do that and therefore having done that made those choices we will have better outcomes that will lead to achievement of our goals or the results that we're after. And, and it seems that in life as it works, and I'm not saying it's an easy thing for sure, I mean a positive response to what could be deemed as a negative event um, takes practice, <laughs> certainly. Oh, yeah. But once – you start doing that like any habit, like any um, thing that you practice, it it becomes easier and the positive event or outcomes seem to roll. And it may be because your mind is now trained to look at the positive. You have less negative events in your life. And I'm sure we could go on for hours talking is, is it, because it's a not a negative event, or is it your perception that it's not a negative event? But either way, it's positive. Well, you hit on something that's key, though, and that is that you're not going to attract negative events. There may still be events that occur in your life that are negative, but you're not acting in a way that's going to attract them toward you. And that's a key piece 
of the law of attraction is that you need to focus on what you want as opposed to focusing on what you don't want. Some people uh, you, you know, would say, well, I don't know what I want, but I sure know what I don't want. And then they'll go through a litany of things that are what they don't want in a man or in an employee or in a job or in you know, their financial life, etc. And so the universe doesn't hear the don't or the do. They, it just hears, this is what you're talking about. This is what you're focusing on. So I'm bringing it to you. And there, there really is a, a um, response to that, that that brings that to you. So if you're negative, you're going to be in negative situations. You're going to be attracting it to you. And therefore, it's going to bring more of it into your life. But, you know, Back to the, 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 the best part about it, if you don't like your outcomes, if you don't like where you are, if you don't like who you are, what you are, where you are, how you are, you can change that. You can change that with changing your response. And then like a muscle, like you were just describing, it will increase. It will become habit and then eventually lifestyle. You will start to experience things that you hadn't experienced before, and then that will give you more opportunity to exercise that muscle and therefore get more of the results that you want and move away from those past outcomes or past results that may have been those flashpoints or those triggers or that negative energy I was talking about that gave you that over response to begin with. Right. Yeah. And there's another example, if I'm remembering correctly, from Jack Canfield's book, The Success Principles, talking about going to your mechanic and for an oil change or whatever, and, and suddenly, you know, the mechanic comes back to you and says, hey, you know, your brakes are shot. We've got to replace the brakes. Well, you know, here a $60 oil change now just became a $350 brake job. And you can look at that and go, oh, man, $350. Ah, I, you know, I don't have that. I What? Or it's, hey, replace those brakes. You you just saved my life. I'm going up to the mountains to go skiing, you know, mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to be coming down the mountains with bad brakes, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you. Yeah, there's a there's a saying. Um, ha- have I mentioned Abraham Hicks before in our talks? Uh, Ring a bell. Do not do not recall now. Okay, uh, there's a there's a, a movement. Uh, uh, there's a there's a couple by the name of Jerry and Esther Hicks, H I C K S, that is a, um, uh, a a couple that travels and gives seminars and speak. That is Esther, the 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 the, the female of the couple, channeling, if you will a consciousness called Abraham. And this consciousness is a collective sort of con- a consciousness, not just an individual named Abraham, but it's kind of like a, um, an energy of, of consciousness that takes into account um, where the human state is, what spirituality uh, conduits or openings that individual might have that brought him to the room to hear the comment, and it's really not her giving a seminar or a um, description of things like Law of the Universe, for instance, 
but it's more of her in a state of consciousness around it that allows this to be spoken through her. If you were to ask her half the time the things she says, she's hearing for the first time too. So it's not like it was in her head and she's just letting it out. So I know this is kind of woo-woo stuff, but um, if, it's your, if it's your bag, then great. Seek it out. Check them out. Um, I'll tell you why I even brought it up in a sec. But um, if it's not, that's fine too. Uh, this is just one angle, so to speak, to this uh, topic we're talking about. Well, one of the things that is a fundamental in that teaching of Abraham, and this is more universal, so you won't only find it with with Esther and Jerry Hicks, is, quote-unquote, go with the flow in the direction that the river is going. Or another more common uh, stated, you know, ride the horse in the direction it's going. In other words, why fight it? Why fight the current? Uh, If the river's flowing downhill, which of course it always does, then go with it. Don't get in the, in the, in the canoe and try to paddle upstream. Try to get to your destination by means of moving in the direction that it's taking you. I'll give you an example. I'm on a hunt right now for an equity raise on a, on a real estate project, and um, we're, we're raising about $3 million and, and borrowing about ten for a real estate project. And uh, one of my $500,000 guys bowed out just recently, and this is one of those things we're trying to close by a year end. And, um, and so I got to go find another $500,000 source. And, um, you know, my first response to it could be, oh, geez, you know, we just lost an investor, et cetera, et cetera. But what, what my response was, which is an example of this, was I wonder what's coming my way that is going to replace this guy. And it's got to be better. So it's almost like looking at it like an opportunity, like, like you just mentioned with the break job. You know, it's like, wow, you just saved my life. And so when something what appears to be negative is happening, my response was, wow, something great is going to happen. You know, I'll have, I'll have meetings postponed. And, and I'll know that it wasn't right to have the meeting. Like the reason that it was postponed, you know, they call and they say, gee, we can't make it uh, after all on Thursday. Can we move it to next Monday? My initial response is something's going on that is going to happen between Thursday and Monday. And if I were to meet with them on Thursday, it wouldn't be as good of an outcome as meeting them on Monday. And it's that kind of automatic that makes for a much better uh, outcome. And therefore, E plus R equals O. Could you imagine if the guy in the forward car got a call from an investor to pull out his 500000 I mean, if he's worried about sitting in traffic for a couple of days, I mean, a couple of, yeah, probably a couple of days, <laughs> for a couple of hours, good grief. I mean, that would be tough for him to, to swallow uh, and, and, and therefore be sharp to overcome it. You know, I've got to... I've got to get beyond the guy bailing out and move into, okay, I've got to find somebody to replace him. So I can't spend a lot of time brewing on the fact that he pulled out. The the first thing that comes to my mind with that example is now you have to go and find another $500,000 investor. In the search for one, you're probably going to find two. Yep. 
uh, which will help the next deal. <laughs> right. So, you know, for, you know, in my mind, I'm going, yeah, okay. Right. Pulled out. Great. I, you know, I'm going to be talking to at least another 10, 20 people about this investment. Odds are with me. I'm going to find two. And that's, you know, that's just my initial response as you were telling me, you know, giving us this example. And I guess that's a, an example of response. <laughs> yes. Over the, to the example. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and I think that back, back to the law of attraction, if you are, if you're viewing life, if you're viewing events, from a positive place that things are moving for the better, then it's easier to go with the flow of the stream, the river downhill, or riding the horse, or 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 having a a, a, a response that that kind of leaves an opening for something else better to show up, and and so it does take a confidence, if you will that the outcome, the long-term outcome, it might not be today's outcome, but the long-term outcome will be better than the route that you were on. You've heard the saying, trust the process. That's what that's all about. Trust the process is there's a process that everyone has to go through in how they live life, and there's certain responses to that life that are their own process. And as things happen that, bring on these responses, there has to be a trusting that that it's going to lead to what I want or something better. And and that's not just words. It's proven time and again as you look at people and events and and um, circumstances that you would think, guy, how does somebody overcome those things? Or Nick Belucic is a good example. Here's a guy born with no arms, no legs. He's a motivational speaker. He was around the country talking to high schoolers about living life to the fullest. And he's got a full life to prove it, you know, snowboarding and stuff like that. And here's this guy born with no arms and no legs. So you wonder how, does, how could he, I mean, talk about the perfect scenario for playing victim or pointing blame or taking a, a response to uh, a, a bad uh, dealt hand of, whatever in his um, uh, embryonic development occurred. So part of his um, life response is the attitude that he puts out there for, don't ask how to spell Voluchik, by the way, to, to his attitude out there as to how to live life. Well, look at my example. You know, look at what I do. Look at how I live. I'll Google Voluchik so we can at least get the spelling of that for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, so in fact, why don't you do that while I, I answer the next uh, next question? Oh, law of attraction. Um, another key element of it, which which does play into this E plus R equals O, is that in the law of attraction, in the um, acknowledgement of the law of attraction. Um, I, I mentioned, you know, that there was this focus on what you want. I mentioned, um, you know, not to 
describe or 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 have what you don't want be your focus. Um, but there's another key element to it, which is also part of this exercising of the muscle that you mentioned, and it ties into our our last show where we talked about vision boards, and that is that when you um, when you are focusing on what you want and you've created maybe a vision board around what it looks like and you have that posted somewhere or it's a computer uh, screensaver or something of the sort, um, there's also the needed element of internalizing how you feel when you're doing it, when you're driving it, when you're seeing it, when you're living it, when you're kissing it, when you're traveling to it, you know, whatever the vision is. And and how you feel is internal, and that's the power of visualization. And and that feeling is really what the outcome is that humankind is seeking in their responses to life's events. There is there is a result. Like for instance, um, let's say you want to travel, and so there's certain events that that happen that that merit a certain response that will lead you toward that end and maybe it's you know earn more money or or you know whatever the avenue is that you chose to to have the outcome for travel but the feeling that you get when you're traveling the feeling of of experiencing new cultures being out of your norm um you know literally a change of environment uh, the feeling you get by experiencing something like that with the one you love, and, 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 you know, there's a lot of other reasons besides just going in and seeing a new place that come with travel. Well, all those experiences give you a feeling, and that feeling is another thing that you want to focus on early in the, in the visioning of that outcome. And so to get back to E plus R equals O, if that event of occurrence and rather than make it a negative thing, let's say it's a positive thing, to which you have a certain response, and that certain response is equally positive in how you feel about it and in how you have gratitude around it, uh, how you appreciate the, the event from, of, of having occurred, you know, to, give it, to get an outcome of advancement, so to speak, toward that end of that feeling or that that life well lived at the at the least uh, our outcome of how we lived our life is our finale uh, so to speak and so that too is driven by a feeling or, or driven by a motivation toward having a certain feeling a certain uh, result uh, being able to you know give give an inheritance to your kids let's say well how you feel about being able to do that is one of the major reasons why you want to do it. And granted, you want to take care of them. You want to make sure that they don't have the hardships that you had to overcome if you were self-made and, you know, some of those things. But that feeling is very key. The gratitude is very key. And trusting the process is very key. So those are kind of like the, the elements of it, if you will, is, you know, envision it, um, you know, ask for what you want, you know, start to to, to have the Excellent. feeling around it. Excellent. So that, that's that's I kind of wanted to take that what you just said and tie it back to previous calls. And if you've never heard 
previous calls, you can go to Tom's website, which is successseriesllc.com, and under uh, the home tab, there's his blog or talk with Tom, which is these calls and the previous calls are there on talk with Tom. So in the previous call, we talked about affirmations and vision boards. And it seems to me that daily affirmations is a great way to train your mind and your inner voice to be more positive, to be responsive more positively than negatively. Would you mm -hmm. agree with this or? Yes. Yes, and in fact, um, back to that muscle metaphor you gave, exercising that muscle, that's, that's where it then become, it starts to become automatic. You know, when I work with clients on smoking cessation or alcoholism or even weight loss to a lesser extent, but to some extent, uh, I ask the question, are you willing to give up all your friends? And that's like a big affront because it kind of is their identity, you know. And in a way, that's what I'm asking them. Are you willing to give up your identity? And it's not necessary to always have to give up all your friends. But if it is necessary in this person's case, they have to be willing to so they can see that those friends might be tied to that smoking or that drinking or that overeating. And and, and other things as well, but you have to be able to give up all those other things too. And you may not have to, to stop smoking and stop drinking and stop eating, but you may. So that's why the question is asked. And if there's not a willingness to do something like that, to shift a paradigm, to make a breakthrough, to do something drastic like that, then they don't have a big enough why to lose weight, stop smoking, or or uh, stop drinking, over over drinking. So some of those things that become habit are ingrained as a negative lifestyle. They can become positive ingrained habits and lifestyle so that your automatic response is positive. Your automatic response to an event that's, that's positive is going to be positive or it's negative it's going to be positive. Very good. And so that – being said, I also would like to let everybody know that on your website, under the resources tab, you valuable workshop resources. Um, so if you go to resources and click on the workshop resources, you have PDF downloads for your personal strategic plan and then creating effective affirmations and um, also a sample of a success series vision board. And I think these are great tools to help people um, train their minds to be positive. And once again, the website is successseriesllc.com. And again, under the resources board, there's creative effect or creating effective affirmations, the per personal strategic plan, uh, success series sample vision board, and directions for somatic decision making. 
Um, and I'm sure as we go along, there will be other things added there for resources as well. Very there good. will be, and in fact, um, most of the workshop um, resources that uh, are online are um, uh, tools that are that can be personalized. So, for instance, the the strategic plan very much so personalized. It's just, it's a template, if you will, a matrix of fill in the blanks of of goals essentially for, for setting your goals and, and your action plan to achieve them. The, the resources such as somatic decision making or writing positive affirmations are instructions. The vision board sample gives you a sample in the form of, I think it was a financial and physical uh, vision board. So uh, the, the gentleman that put it together uh, did some magazine cutting and um, uh, words and pictures were put on a poster board for his physical and his financial life, the vision that he had for that. And then, of course, when you reinforce them by way of affirmations or daily decisions that are uh, these responses, so to speak, the R of the E plus R equals O, you, you solidify it, you make it a, a lifestyle habit, and, and sure enough, uh, it becomes not just a tool, but a, a way of living that creates the results you want. And, you know, when you really look at the bigger picture of how one wants to live life, they want, most people want to live life in a upward-trending, growing, enlightening, spiritual growth, uh, emotional and relational growth, financial growth. In other words, growth. And growth doesn't necessarily mean bigger, it just means better and improved and be able to uh, be at ease or in content with what I have and who I'm with and, and what my life brings me. And that response then starts to become very easy when things negative happen, let alone even positive things in life, to where you have these great outcomes then because you, you kind of step back and see it like third party and, and start to recognize things in you that might be from the past that you can let go of that are just triggers to some current event that has nothing to do with the amount of energy that you're giving it. And therefore, the people around you, the relationships you're in, they're better off too. I mean, you start to make a ripple effect in the world. Sure enough, that's, that's a life well lived. Right. Right. No, absolutely. And releasing, being able to recognize and release some of that negative energy, however you manifest that, however you do that, you will be amazed just how quickly good things happen uh, around you and you're able to recognize and really enjoy those good things as they're happening. Um, so much more. I've, I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with family and friends, and it's just such a neat thing to feel and actually, you know, watch somebody else experience it. Uh, just real well, quick, and, and, and speaking of that, I, I want to let people know. It per, pronounce the last name for me again, Tom Nick Vujic. 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 Yes. Did you find him? V U J I 
C-I-C. So V as in Victor, U-J-I-C-I-C. And he's got a ton on YouTube. That would be the place I'd start because there's, there's audio and video clips. There's a, it's a, he's an inspiring guy. There's a lot of great speakers out there, a lot of great motivators. Um, you know, the, the, the popular ones we all hear about all the time. Uh, we, we buy their books. We go to their seminars. We listen to their, to their audio downloads. Um, but there's some, some others that we just don't know about. You know, I've mentioned a couple things in, in, in today's call that are outside the box, so to speak. And as I talk to my clients and uh, uh, people attending my workshops, what I tell them is, look, whatever resonates with you, whatever source you want to uh, find uh, that will uh, give you that motivation or that information in a way that you can take and run with, that's the one to listen to, read, etc. And part of what I do in formation of my curriculum is exactly that. I try to find multiple resources that that are a gambit, if you will, of 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 origin of of perspective of um, view of the world, so that if one thing doesn't resonate with that person sitting uh, in, in that chair uh, in the seminar, something else will resonate with them, and it's not just a single perspective of my own and with a talking head and some exercises, it's engagement, it's, it's activity, it's uh, multiplicity of, of resources and sources of information so that, you know, if somebody's like, you know, the engineering firm that I mentioned to you earlier, you know, they are wired that way, we want them wired that way, but we also want them to have a fulfilling life. And if there's things that they do in their job that would be unproductive to have in their personal lives, you would hope they could identify it and start to shift it so that they're a better person both personally and professionally. So that's the kind of thing that that, uh, is the source of of my uh, drive and and, and ambition to uh, bring this out there to our listeners and folks that attend my workshops and my coaching and executive coaching clients is because when you transform people's lives and some shift is made, there's a widespread effect. It happens in teams. It happens in companies. It happens in one's personal family or neighborhood. And out of that comes betterment, if you will, for the world and certainly that individual's world, you know, his or her experience of the world from that perspective shifts, and they start to see things, which is that outcome piece of E plus R equals O. They start to see things in a different light, which brings a different response, which brings different events to occur to help them kind of take that knowledge, that breakthrough, that transformation out to someone else. You'll see how all this stuff that we talk about all works together. You know, the something else is a need for accountability, that's a mastermind or accountability partner, the need to, um, you know, advance in one's uh, spiritual life uh, by way of of support with someone either through a coaching relationship or 
a friend that, that wants to be on that journey with you and, and see their own results for themselves and together you guys are better off than apart. Um, it's, a, it's a couple that is living life or starting a family or, or have been married for 30 or 50 years even and how they want to experience life and go through it from a perspective of, of enlightenment and joy and fulfillment and, and, and how they see life ahead is um, shared, and that's, that's what they want to have together. And so, you know, all these things bring them closer and help the experience of life be more fulfilling, and that's really what it's all about. E that's, plus R uh, equals O. And one of my favorite uh, Michael Jackson songs, Man in the Mirror. Man in the Start, mirror. Yep. Starting with the man in the mirror. I'm looking at the man in the mirror and asking him to make a change. And yep. there we go. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So going back, um I just want to let people know back to your website, one of the other tabs on it, and again, successseriesllc.com is the website that Tom Hart has. Upcoming events is one of the tabs. And I n noticed it's not posted yet, but I know it's coming up. I guess insider trading and would, could be called or something like that. But you have an event coming up in Denver, Colorado, and I believe this is going to become a monthly workshop, Living Life with Intention. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this, Tom? And I know it should be posted probably, you know, real soon uh, at the website. Living Life with Intention, Denver, Colorado. Where is yes. it going to be held and what is the plan, you know, what is the time frame that it's going to be? Uh, we, we hold workshops in Denver the third weekend of every month at the Thrive Wellness Center in Denver uh, for the Kindness Life Institute. And um, that's a mouthful for uh, saying that the facility is the Thrive Wellness Center. The uh, sponsor, if you will, of the events is the Kindness uh, Life Institute which under its umbrella has kindness yoga, and one of the uh, yogis in kindness yoga is Ken Sanavistian, who is my collaborator on this workshop called Living Life with Intention. We will not have Living Life with Intention every third weekend. There will be a different workshop every weekend, uh, every third weekend throughout the year. But this, first, uh, this next one will be Living Life with Intention, uh, it is a three-day, but eight-module is a better way to look at it, workshop to which if you were to sign up today, there's an early bird discount for. And by modules, I'm saying that there are um, a Friday evening, a Saturday, and a Sunday morning uh, module format that you need not attend all of them but you would want to attend and you are signed up for all of them by uh, registering. Um, so if you can't be there Friday night, it's not a loss. You can show up Saturday morning, et cetera, 
for the day if there's pieces of, of it that you would not be able to attend. And the workshop materials will allow you to do the exercises that you missed offline. But I give a 40-minute talk. Ken gives 10, uh, 20 minutes of yoga. Um, we break it up throughout the, the weekend that way. It makes it very active and, and uh, interactive. Um, there are three major mod modules to it, which is discovery of self, discovery of purpose, and discovery of direction. And discovery of self is a self-assessment module where we work through a number of exercises and in including um, Strengths Finder and uh, Passion Book, which are two resources that help one determine their own uh, assessment of self. Uh, discovery of purpose is on that same next step of hey, after you kind of looked at who you are, now you have to see what you want to be, and then discovery of direction is a um, module that gives you the option, I mean, the ability to have uh, draw up an action plan and, and a, uh, a map out of where you want to go and how to get there. So that weekend uh, will be held in February, actually. We're not doing a January, third weekend of January workshop. Uh, so it'll be a February workshop. Uh, go to the website. You'll see all the information soon uh, for its posting. And Ken is a fabulous individual, terrific yoga instructor, uh, a very um, uh, good soul that I'm uh, pleased to collaborate with on this particular workshop. Okay. Excellent. And again, you'll find it at successseriesllc.com. And while there, if you have questions for Tom that you'd like to hear on these conference calls, talk with Tom, they're up, up for that as well. Um, on the home tab, there's the talk with Tom. And from there, there's a link that you can ask a question. We receive them, and we are more than happy to ask Tom those tough questions. So please use this as a resource to ask the questions for Tom, or you can email at info at successseriesllc.com. Tom, any last thoughts? Wrap it all up, or do you have homework that you would like for us to do? Until next your I do have homework. Very good. I do have homework for the listeners. Uh, the, the homework is this. Um, as you are experiencing life and um, events happen, and, and that's, you know, just the use of the word events is something more significant than, say, your daily routine, but things that, that show up that you find yourself um, at choice about, choice about how you're going to respond, choice about how they might affect your longer-term uh, goals, etc. cetera. Um, the homework is to just pause, to kind of keep it in your forefront as to how you want to respond to that event. And keep in mind the response that you choose will drive how that outcome is in your life. So. The event's already occurred. Now 
you're you're taking a moment to respond to think about that choice of response and at first it might be something that you flip up on and oh gee I had this automatic reaction just observe that make it okay there's no judgment around it. it's just you um, if there are others around you that are judging that automatic reaction then if you affected them negatively, apologize and know that next time you're not going to do that. And there may be a next time, so give yourself grace that that second time, too, you're going to let it slide. And pretty soon you're going to get into the groove of really recognizing your automatic response as a third party would and start to dismiss it if it's monkey mind stuff. And then you get into the, to the groove, so to speak, into the habit of having that response be something more positive or at least more thoughtful because you would have, you know, taken that extra second before you react to something. Now you're responding in a positive way. So that's the homework. Keep it in your forefront. Um, keep a little journal on those successes. Um, if you slip up, don't worry about it. Don't write that in the journal. Just write down the successes. This came up. This is how I responded. Uh, I'm proud of myself. And, and keep it simple in that, in that uh, journal. And then, obviously, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next time. Uh, if you'd like to uh, email me and give me some feedback from what you learned by journaling, by doing the homework, uh, additional questions around it, please feel free to do that. What was that email they can send those to, Aaron? Well, info at successseriesllc.com or, again, one of the tabs on the website says contact Tom and, you know, go to that tab and absolutely any, any way will work. So thank you, Tom. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for attending today's uh, teleconference as well as thank you, Tom, for sharing your time and your wisdom with us today. And until next month, this is Aaron Wilker for Tom Hart, who always says, Life is a series of now, so grow your life today. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, all.